we sing hallelujah because Christ is no longer in the grave we have confidence and we have hope in Christ Jesus because he is risen he is the risen Lord of our life and that's why we can sing hallelujah we come to the throne of grace with confidence we are not ashamed we are not ashamed of the throne of grace we come with confidence because we worship a risen Lord every eye closed right now there's a powerful move of Holy Ghost in the sanctuary today and I believe in my spirit I believe in my spirit that my God is about to do something great that he has not done in our previous services today's service the attitude of expectancy is the breeding ground of revival and today we are gathered in the house of God with an attitude of expectancy that our my God is about to do something great that I have not witnessed in previous services or previous years my God is moving in the sanctuary today I give myself I give myself away I give myself away I am not aware of who I am. I'm aware of who Christ is in my life. I'm aware of His presence taking over. And today I believe by the blood of the Lamb, every bondage and every shackles of the enemy, every chain of the darkness will be broken by the blood of the Lamb. And I declare in this house that my God will do it again. And that's why I have this confidence. I come to the altar. I come to the altar. All because of what he has done. All because of what Jesus has done on the cross. Cross is the invitation to eternal life cross is the invitation to abundant life cross is the invitation to this reckless love of our father god and cross is what we need in our life those who look to the lord as never put ashamed father i thank you for our worship team father i thank you for all our service members together that collectively we could worship you today. And Father, we give all our thoughts, emotions, gestures, attitude, friendship, love, and everything to thy grace, thy throne of grace. We put it down, Lord, and we ask of your blessings in everything that we do. Thank you, Jesus. And in Jesus' matchless name we pray. Can you shout an amen with me? Hallelujah. God is in this house. What a joy. Please be seated. Please be seated. Can we actually put our hands together for this wonderful worship team, the bridge that helped us with this powerful anointed presence of God in our sanctuary today. I am thrilled. I am thrilled every time that I get to do ministry with some young leaders of our generation. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you happy with me? Some of our upper chin, some of our uncles, aunties here. You know, it's a joy. Right now, I was meeting with another auntie just before, in between a Malayalam and English service gap. And auntie was just saying, I am so thrilled to see young people leading 
Jesus Christ and people, you know, that was the message that one of, one of our auntie, that auntie is, I think she attended our Malayalam service and she left, but she just conveyed that message and that kind of gives me assurance that when we do services together, we have an intention that we want it to look like heaven. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. We don't want our services to look like Zion. We don't want our services to look like any other church here. We want our services to look what heaven will want our services to look like. And I believe God is in this house. So once again, Brother Prince and the entire team from the Bridge Music, uh, we want to thank you. Can we actually put our hands together once again for this awesome, talented, young ministers of God. Um, and I pray that wherever the Lord leads you and whatever stage that he enables you to stand, uh, speak life into the lifeless situations. And I believe when you sing, when you say all those words of life, God is going to move beyond what we have ever seen in our previous services. Amen. Amen. Do you all believe it? Amen. Together we can do. And there's so much that we have to do in our services, in our services together, together for Jesus. I am so excited today because, um, you know, it's almost 12 o'clock. We are going our service till 2 o'clock today. That's okay, right? I know you're smiling and your smile reveals the truth, but that's okay. That's okay. Power of God and the ministry of God has to happen here. I'm excited for this week onwards as um, we are uh, uh, gearing into a new sermon series that the Lord has been talking to me over the last two months. It's about one small step. And the last three weeks, we did, uh, we did the church DNA series. It was such a blessing to a lot of our families how, who you communicated the message to me. Thank you so much. And today onwards, as because this is, this is December, y'all. This is December. It's the best season of the year because we are getting into a new year just after a few days. But more than all of that, December 25th, Christmas is a celebration. I mean, this is our celebration time. Do you understand that? I'm excited because when the Lord was talking to me, He was saying, you know, church is ready. We as individuals, our youth groups, our leadership, it's all, everything begins with one small step. Life begins with one small step. Some of us here, and I, I was baptized by Holy Ghost and I was to water baptism when I was 12 years old. It's been such a long journey. But I, when I look back, I'm so thankful that that one step of faith that I could take because of my parents and the leaders around me who helped me to understand the saving grace of Jesus Christ. And that one single step that I have taken has helped me to where I am right now when I look back. And that's true with all of our lives that it's all it all began with one small step. One small step. Everybody pushed you around and said, it can't happen, but that one small step of faith. Everybody said, you are fit for nothing, but you said, no, 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 my father said, I am a beloved child of God. And you took that one bold step of faith. Everything began with that one small step of faith in your life. And today, as church, as when we do life together, and I know something amazing is about to happen in our church in 2019 as we are preparing together. But before all that happens, we have to know one small step of faith, heaven will reward it. It was in 1969, in the month of July, I believe, when, when the first man to land on the moon, who, what was his name? Neil Armstrong, right? And he landed on the moon. And the other day I was watching a documentary movie of Neil Armstrong. What a powerful movie. I was, I was watching that. And the moment he landed, this is why he said, one step for man, one leap for mankind. One giant leap 
for mankind. I'm so thankful for some of our parents here. It was because of your step of faith that a generation is following you today. You may not understand it. You may not see it. You, may, you can't visualize it right now. It's all that you are doing is one step of faith and a generation is about to follow you. A generation is coming to seek after who Jesus is because of your life and what you have done for following. I come across a lot of young girls and uh, uh, you know, recently we, we visited a family, Anisha and I, as we were visiting, we were talking to. Um, she doesn't have the freedom to worship Jesus as we all have, as we all do. She doesn't have the freedom. She has to hide and come to our church and she has to hide and go to church services or prayer services. But I'm thankful for one small step of faith that people are taking in our generation. What I believe is your act of faith is an open door for a generation to follow through. Come on, somebody. Are you all excited? It is because of what my father might have done that I am following here. It's because of what you are doing. Your generation is for, And because of what we could do, our generation has to follow him. We show and represent who Jesus is in our life. One small step is very, very valuable. Very valuable. And, and today and during this next three weeks of our sermon series, we dive into the entire aspect. I want to challenge some of our folks. What is that one small step that you are about to take in your life? in your spiritual life, maybe in your business, maybe wherever you have visualized and you have encountered, you've seen yourself push back. You have seen yourself that you are not able to grow and you're not able to come out of the, the boxes that you have placed. But what is that one small of faith, one small step of faith that you're about to take in your life? It is one step of faith that I try. When Jesus came to John the Baptist and Jesus said, and he walked into Jordan, what happened? Heaven cracked open. Why? One small step of confession. One small step of accepting. One small step of rejecting the world. And that's why we sing, I'm not a good singer, but if I do start singing, I'll give tough competition to you, Prince. I'm kidding. During our baptism services, we sing a song. Do you, can, you, can you help me with that? I have decided to follow Jesus. Come We sing this song usually during our baptism service and or normally during Sunday services, Sunday services as well. What we have to understand is the small step of faith that you are taking and deciding in your heart, in your life, in your thoughts, in your mind, in your gestures, you are just revealing that truth in through your actions that I have decided to follow whom? Not Pastor Justin. No. But Jesus Jesus is whom we follow in our life. He is the role model. He is the one that we have chose. And every step that we take, we are following Jesus Christ. Can we look to the Lord? Uh, and and, 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 and bring, I want to bring out a scripture for you. Psalm uh, 37 verse 23. Psalms 20, 37 verse 23. This is how it goes. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delights in his way. Oh, I love the next verse. It goes, though he fall, he shall be utterly. He shall not be utterly 
downcast for the Lord upholds him with his come on somebody with his hand with his hand the Lord upholds the man it is the Lord who directs our steps in our life who whose steps the steps of a righteous man is ordained by God almighty who is a righteous man anybody Anybody who is right with God. I cannot say who is right, who is wrong. It is between you and God Almighty. It is between your walk and how you're walking with God Almighty. Your walk helps us to understand that if you're walking a godly walk, that's true. But it is between you and God. And that's why we sing this song. I have decided. It's my personal declaration. We as a family, we, don't, we may sing, you know, we have decided to follow Jesus as a family. That's really good. But it comes back to yourself individually. Everybody. It's a self-realization, self-conscious of who you are, for whom you are following. In my life, I've decided, I've decided for, to follow Jesus. And as long as I'm following him, I don't have to turn back. Turning back, it's not an option when I'm following Christ Jesus. Because when I follow him, wherever he leads me, he feeds me. Wherever he takes me, he takes control over my life. Even though I go through wilderness or deserted life, no matter what life throws at me, I don't care. Because whom I am following, he is more than able to do the unbelievable acts of faith in my life. He is able to do it. And as long as I know that I am following my master, I have victory and victory and victory in my life. Hallelujah. Most of the time we are upset when we, have, when we encounter failures in our life. Thank God for the failures. When we walk through Jesus, it doesn't promise us that we don't have failures. But this, during the season of failures in our life, we move more closer to God. When I walk in my house and if, the, if any of the rooms are, uh, uh, is dark, my son will not go into that room. He said, Dada, can you go first and I will follow you? He comes and he holds my pants. He's like, Dada, you go first, Dada. You go first. And that gives me a confidence that, hey, come on, I am a superman for my son. May the world may not, may the world may not see that, but for my son, yes, Josiah, I am talking about you. For my son, I'm a super dad. Dada, you go first. I will follow you. And that's the same confidence I have when I have decided every small step of my life that I take and I follow my Christ, that wherever I walk into, I know He leads me. And if He is leading me, every darkness is pushed away and every dungeon that the devil has prepared over my life will come crushing down because of what the Lord is doing. He's the one who's ordaining my life. The steps of a righteous man is ordained by God, are you a righteous person? Bible says, in the tents of a righteous man, there is a shout of joy. Are you a righteous person? I don't say, this is my, not, I don't want a church to be a judgmental church. I don't want my life to be a judgmental life. Everybody has a, has a journey that you and me, we are in. And as a pastor, Anisha and my, I, you know, as, a, as pastors of our church, in this journey, we want to step down. We want to walk with you. A like, couple of weeks ago, I was talking to some young families and I was, I was telling them, you know, yes, of course, you see me as a pastor over here and I lead them. But after that, I want to come down and I want to be with some of our folks as a friend where I can walk this journey with you, where you can relate things to with me. Not just as a pastor, you come, oh, pastor, no, 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 no. I want to relate as a friend. I want to hold your hand and walk with you. As a friend, as a family, 
And I think that's what we're missing in our generation. It's a big gap. I was talking to some of our AJF officials the other, uh, yesterday while I was in Houston. I was telling them, this is what we're missing in our generation. There's a huge gap, the pastoral made gap. And I pray that this won't happen in our generation where we will walk together, hold hands together and walk with our young leaders. Every step that we take is very important. This is the thing that I have understood in life. Either your steps will get you closer to God or your steps will take you away from God. It's up to you if you can walk to Him or walk away from Him. Let this song resonate in our life every single moment in our journey. In our journey, let the song resonate, not just when we were baptized, but let the song resonate. I have decided, no matter what, I have decided. I have decided. I have decided. When everything goes wrong, I have decided to follow Jesus. To follow Jesus. Let's be a church. Let's be, let's be that family that is intentionally following Jesus Christ. Psalm 37 verse 23 helps us to understand this, 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 this image there. The steps of a good man, a righteous man is ordained, is ordered by God. What does it mean? Every single step. Which also means that, you know, if God is the one who's leading you, that does not promise that you won't have failures in your life. If God is the one leading you, I mean, this verse completely helps us to understand as David writes these scriptures, you know, we know the life of David. We know the life of David. God called him, anointed. Samuel went and anointed him to be the king of Israel. But the next morning, he did not rise up and go sit on the throne. He continued his journey. Every single moment, he continued to pursue what God has ordained. And, and, and a throne will come at the right time. You don't have to chase for it. You don't have to look for it. What God has positioned in your life, there is no power in the entire world that can take it down. Oh, I love saying those words in Hindi. If some of you are following, asa koi shaitan, asa paida nahi hua hai. Paida nahi hua hai. There is no devil who can any he can do anything that can take the purpose of God from your life. The Bible says, I have decided to follow Jesus. Samuel anointed David to be the king of Israel. The next morning he did not wake up as the king. He pursued of what God wanted him to do. He went back to the jungle. He went back doing what God has asked him to do. But at the right time, season changed. <laughs> at the right time, tables changed around. At the right time, God brought him back to what God has called. Are you running away from the plans of God? Get ready. I, this, you know, when I talk to some of our young folks, I tell them, you know, I mean, in, in life, you know, it so happens that all, you know, we, we want to run away and do our own things. But if God has called you, don't run so far away that it will be a long journey for you to come back. You know, don't run so far away that you have to go through the whale, that you have to go through wilderness. You know the jo Jonah experience? You don't have to go through all of that disgusting things. When God has called you, stay 
end the course. Stay in his plan. And at the right time, my God will bring forth that he has promised. How many of you have received some sort of promise in your life from God? What are we doing with our promises? Have we just kept on in our calendars? What are we doing? Promises are really good. And every time a prophet comes, all of us run towards the prophet. Oh, and you get to do the barina and you know, you know, prophesy and say something good, prophesy and say something good. All that is true and good, may look good. I don't run behind a lot of prophets. That's me personally. That's me personally. If God has a word, he will convey the word to me through men of God whom God has ordained. It cannot be a full, you know, you know, it cannot be that prophet. It could be ordered, you know, normal people. This morning, a brother said, me a message. I received that as a prophetic message this morning because you know the, the family is seated here. I don't want to mention their name, but she saw a dream for our church. Are you understanding? Are you trying to understand the validity and the value of the dream? She saw a dream this morning about, about the, the progression and things that we are doing as a church, as a community. I believe that's a prophetic word. And I received it and I, I've, been, I've been praying after that. Lord, thank you for confirming. Thank you for doing. Thank you for showing things to our people. It's not just the pastor who stands here and throws life messages out at you and throw vision statements out at you. No, no, no. I believe that together, our members, our people, you will see what God wants. To. I love the song, you know, as you were singing, maybe the second song, Lord, give me vision. For, let's, for, how, how does it go? Give me vision to see things like, not like what I see. Not what as somebody else might have seen, but what heaven wants us to see. And that is the story of any church growth. Can I tell you something? If God wants, if God wants, next Sunday, next Sunday, we will have this entire five acre property filled with people. Do you believe that? If God wants, we were visiting, our team was visiting uh, Pastor Mike Todd's church in Oklahoma. What a beautiful church and what a powerful ministry that he's doing. I'm, I'm thrilled by men of God. In January, he prayed for, my team is here as witnesses. He, he prayed, his team prayed for 80 members. Is that true? His team prayed for 80 members to join the church. By October, they have crossed almost 1,500 members, born again, baptized members. God can do it. He can do it. I believe it. He can do it. But he won't until we are ready to receive. Are you trying to understand that? In my, in my, you know, we planted a church in Bangalore as you know, part of my church and we planted a church and God brought some amazing, amazing people from other communities. They brought people who, and who I don't want to say non-believers, um, uh, from people from different religions. They came to our church. They could not stay there longer because I had not changed the systems. And God helped me to change the system in a way where people who walked into felt like they were walking into a home and they felt welcomed. Are you trying to understand this? God can do much beyond that what we have ever imagined for our community. And I believe we are at the threshold of something amazing to break open in our community. I don't know about what other churches might do, but I know what we are doing and intentionally where we are headed towards. One single step each moment. And I know my steps are ordained by God. Why? Because I know that in my standing with Christ, I am a righteous person. It's between me 
and my God. I don't care if people question that. I know who I am in Christ Jesus. Do you know your identity? Do you know who you are? In your walk with Jesus, do you know? You just, we just have to worry about ourselves in our identity with Christ. Do not, do not go and check out people or oh, this guy and that guy and this person. This, we, that's not your identity in Christ. Let that not be marred in this world. Your identity in Christ. Every single step that I keep is my faith declaration that no matter what life throws at me, I am continuing to follow. And I will continue to follow what the Lord has allowed and asked me to do. And I am praying for my generation. When I talk about my generation, it's not just the young generation or the youth generation. It's the entire generation. I believe all of us matter to God. And I have communicated this earlier. There is no, God does not have any grandchild. Everybody is a child of God. There is no grandchildren to God. Is that true? Is anybody who has grandchildren to God? No. We're all children of Most High God. Our decision that we do, our decisions that we make, every single step is ordained by God. And I pray that coming days, some of y'all's life, no matter what and how it is, but in every single moment of your life, you will take steps that challenges what you have done previously. And you will walk in the faith that God has ordained in your life. Challenges will come. Struggles will come. But face it with boldness. Face it with courage. Because my God is more powerful. As we look into another scripture, I want to bring your attention towards Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. As we read the scripture, and if I, I can have the worship team behind me, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21, helps us to understand here. This is how it goes. Your ears will hear a word behind you. I am so excited. Whenever I hear the voice of God helping me navigate the course of my journey. Have you all been in those situations when, when, when you had the only source for you to get from point A to point B worse the GPS. Without GPS, all of us would have been dead and gone. We can't function in our generation today without GPS. And especially in, in a city like big, booming city like Dallas or Houston, you got to have GPS to take you from point A to point B. Just understand this word here. As Isaiah helps us to understand, and your ears shall hear a word behind you. This is the way. Walk in it. And I want to take full confidence in the words of God more than the Siri Amachi. More than Google Amachi can talk, I want to take... I want to take it seriously when it is the voice of God that helps me navigate the course, the journey that I am on. How many of you, how, 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 has it, how many days has it been that you have heard the voice of God helping you navigate your today, your tomorrow, your business, your school, your future, your life, your family? How many days has it been that God has helped you or you have heard a voice in your ears that this is the path you got to take? This is what you got to do in your life. As a church, we need to be excited whenever we hear from God. Because voice of the Lord through Isaiah says that you will hear a word in your ears. From where? From behind. You will hear a word. This is the path you must go. And if you have the confidence, if we have the confidence that the words that we hear through God 
helps us to take the small steps of faith. It could be a small, single step of faith. But we don't get to move until we take a step. Hear this. Watch this carefully. What did I do now? But did I complete the step? A lot of our families are in this position right now. You have your back foot on what you were doing and your front foot in what you want to do. I have not completed the step. I can complete the step if I have made a movement from where I was to where I am going. One single step it takes from where I was to where I am going. Single steps of faith. I'm saying it will have challenges, but still I'm ready to move forward. One single step each time. It may not look elaborate. It may not look colorful. It may not have all the supports that I need, but all I know is my Jesus is on this journey with me and I will move forward. People may push me back, but Bible helps me to understand they made me fall down because I, the Lord, have rescued you. I am with you and I am holding your hand. I will make you prosper and I will lead you one single step of faith. People will throw stones at you. That's all right. That's their job. But still, I make my movement. I want to move from where I was to where I am heading to. And all I know in my life is if Christ is whom I am following, the resurrected Lord is with his Abba Father. He has opened the doors for me that I can receive eternal life. He has opened the doors for me that I can be with my maker. He has opened the doors for me that I can see my God face to face and his glory will resonate on my life. For who I follow is the confidence that I have in my life. As I wind up, I want to remind you with one last thing. Every step that you take, in your life, make it very intentional that you move closer to eternity. If our steps don't help us to get closer to God, take a U-turn. It's about time. Take a U-turn. We are good Pentecostal believers here, born again, experienced believers here, but still, there are areas where we can take a U-turn. One small step. Every move I make, I become, I follow, and I will continue to be with my maker. Can we all stand up in God's house as the worship team helps us with another song here. As they take us to the throne room of Jesus Christ, let's declare some bold declarations in this house today. Let's declare some bold declarations in the house today that I am making my movements towards God keeping my foot forward and ready to move forward for what Christ is doing and I'm ready to engage in this. For what the Lord wants us to do, we are ready to see it in our life. Every eye is closed right now, looking to the Lord in prayer. Come on, thank you Jesus.